Hey there, and welcome to the Alive and Unbothered podcast. I'm your host, Cherie Linnell, your mental freedom coach and mentor, and I'm sharing short, actionable strategies every week to help you activate an unbothered mind, transcending depression, transforming your life. Everybody, what's up? What's up? Thanks for coming back to another episode of Alive and Unbothered. And I am so excited. I'm so excited, and I don't even know why. I just choose to be excited. <laughs> it's like we, it's weird, but like at this moment, as I'm hitting record, I just got super, super excited. And I'm, if I have to guess, I guess it's because of the the fact that I am here again to to give you some bits of wisdom that I've come about um, throughout my journey. And today, what I want to share you share with you, um, it's a funny bit of wisdom, okay, that came about from a story that my kids were telling me about a trip that they had recently to the local dog park with their dad. You know, uh, being sheltered in and all, they opened up the dog park and they went out, you know, with taking all the precautions necessary, wearing their mask and things like that. So they went out into the dog park and I was left home alone. I chose to stay home. I was going to go with them, but I chose to stay back because I really needed some downtime away from the busyness of having everybody here at the same time. So it was, you know, my opportunity to recharge and refuel. So when they came back, my daughter, um, my daughter and my son, they, they went about their business of doing the things that they do, you know, playing video games, going on TikTok, making videos. I was watching a movie and I decided that I was going to go to bed. And that totally put a wrinkle and my daughter's plans for me because she wanted to have some time with me to to connect and talk. And um, that in and of itself is a story that I'm going to save for another day. But the long end of it was that we compromised and decided that we are going to have the our bonding time together while I was in bed relaxing to retire to sleep and you know it worked out so anyway back to the dog park story my daughter um being that we were trying to recreate our our quality time together and normally that would look like me and her watching a tv show together and talking about it well we well she thought that we didn't have anything to talk about since we're not watching TV. And so I said, well, I know. How about you tell me about your trip to the dog park? And then she started to tell me her version of events. And then my son chimed in to tell me what was going on, what happened. And they both had disagreements like this didn't happen. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Yes, it did. You know, all that. And I finally said, look, you're both right. I just want to hear the story. So here's how we're going to do this. I 
told my daughter first that she can go first since she, I was addressing her first. I told her I want her to tell me um, what what went on from the time they left the house to when they got in the car to from the car to the dog park, from the dog park. Um, and then from the dog park, I said to my son that I want him to tell me the story of the the trip from the dog park to Dairy Queen because that's where they went afterwards they had to get ice cream so he was his story time was to tell me about leaving the dog park to Dairy Queen from Dairy Queen back to home right perfect so my daughter begins to tell me her story her side of events and my son is dying to tell me that she's wrong dying to tell me she's wrong but I told him not to intervene, you know, not to interrupt, and, and I allowed her to continue. So she's telling me the story. She's telling me all about uh, seeing the cows on the way there, the conversations that they were having in the car, uh, what the dog was doing. You know, after all, this was about the dog, right? So <laughs> she was telling me about um, how BB, that's my dog's name, uh, how BB was a uh, acting silly and hopping around and licking her fingers and doing all these things excited to go and she also went on to tell me about what happened in the dog park and um she was very detailed in her story and what happened you know with there were other dogs there of course and a couple of those dogs were playing rough with each other and and bb was afraid and then bb kind of separated herself she was practicing social distancing and then all of a sudden she started to run around and have a have a blast and things like that and then um my son starts to tell me the story about them leaving from the park to the ice cream store and uh he's telling me about he he really couldn't tell me anything because he was in his thoughts. He said, oh, I just looked out the window and I was on my phone. And then we got to the, <laughs> then we got to the, uh, to the Dairy Queen. And then I asked him to look, you know, to look some, you know, think about it. What did you see when you were looking out the window? And he said he saw the cows and saw the cars and things like that. And all that, I I pointed out to them how, they both had different versions of the same event and that neither one of them were wrong in what happened in that time. They weren't wrong because it was their perception of events of, of what happened. Right. I, you know, my daughter saw this and she experienced that. And while my daughter and my son were in the same the same place together right next to each other they had two different versions of events and I explained to them you know the both of you are absolutely right about what transpired at the dog park what transpired in the car ride there what transpired the car ride back to the Dairy Queen and back home you're both absolutely right and I explained to them that their perspective are what makes the story come to life 
because, you know, our perspectives come from the experiences that we have in life, you know, and, and, and the information that we gather in that experience from what we uh, take in from our senses, like from what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste and so on and so forth. And that that information creates the stories that we tell about an event or a moment in time. So absolutely, your story is absolutely correct for the both of you. You're both absolutely right. And so what I was hoping that they would take away from this and they did. And and I was so excited and now I'm sharing it with you is that in life, people are going to have opinions and, and people are going to tell their story about an event that happened and you could be right there with them. And perhaps you'll say, Oh, they're lying. Cause that's not what happened. And the truth is, is it did happen for them. It's from their perspective, from their eye, you're, they, you know, you're hearing the story from their experience. And so it was like a huge aha moment for them. Right. And, and this is like a good way actually to, to look at, to look at these, you know, situations and dealing with people is that when anyone's telling you a story, um, or, or giving an opinion, whether it be about their lives, about politics or whatever, if you look at it from a place where this is their story and, and, and you're just the, you know, you're the audience and you're just taking in the story, I mean, you don't have to like their story, right? But it is their story. It's true for them. Okay. And the same way goes for you. You have experiences, you create your stories and what you share is true for you. And not everyone's going to agree, but that's none of, not really our concern how they interpret our story because it's our story to tell. We write these stories. These are our stories. These are based on our our experiences, what we sense and things like that. So my kids, they got it. They got it. I was excited that they got it. And so I'm hoping that you get it too. <laughs> you get it too that, you know, live and let live. Enjoy each other's stories. You know, just enjoy the stories. You know, enjoy the stories and politics. I mean, politics, people's opinions in politics, I tell you, they make the best stories. They are great stories, you know, and, you know, if you just look at it like that and and don't put any, don't put that much of your, um, your energy into what's being told in their story, I think your mind will be at peace. Seriously, you won't have to worry about uh, defending anything because again, it's their story to tell. And if their story goes against what it goes against your story, you know, you really won't need to defend it because it's just their story. There, there's no no, no reason to make them wrong for their story. Just like there's no reason for that person to make you wrong for yours. Because, and I say it again, I sound redundant. It's just a story. Okay. It's just a story. Take it like that. It's just a story. And you can just say, 
that was a great that that's awesome because it is it's awesome they created it we're creative creatures so you know it's an awesome story (laughs) even this right here right now what I'm telling you it's my story it's my story my perception of a story that my kids were telling me and 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 the ideas that I got that that came from it and what I'm telling you now it's a story it's my story and I do hope you enjoy it and I do hope you can take something away from it and maybe have it maybe it 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 would it would align with your own story somehow it will connect for you somehow in some way with with you what you believe deep inside of you in terms of um looking at people um listening to people's stories in a non-judgmental way i'm telling you it feels good on this side of things when you do that try it Okay, try it. The next time someone tells you something that you think is a line of bullshit, you think they're lying. Um, like if, if your first inclination is to say that's not how it happened, change that script and be like, huh, interesting story, you know, and, and then leave it at that. All right. So I'm going to leave this story with that and I'm going to say goodbye until next time. And again, thank you for sitting with me and talking with me and whether you're listening in your car or at home. Honestly, if you could see me right now, what I'm doing is I'm laying here on my couch. My daughter is at the foot of me. She's taking a nap and my dog is taking a nap. I think she's actually having some type of night terror because she's kind of barking. I don't know if it picked up on the mic, but yeah, I'm I'm totally chill totally 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 chill right now and again I'm excited I I opened up this conversation telling you that I'm excited and in this moment again I'm still excited I have no worries my husband's out and about uh doing what he needs to do my other son he's downstairs he's um playing with his friends on the computers doing their computer things that's what both of they both of my sons are doing and my daughter's taking a nap and I think I might follow her lead because uh I'm tired. <laughs> I'm excited and I'm tired. I've been up since four o'clock this morning um, getting some stuff done. So on that note, I love you and I want you to always remember this. And, you know, I stand by this, that there's so many things that we can learn if we apply, um, apply a will, a willingness to have an open mind to things. Okay, because those of us with mental health challenges, you know, we have to move around and uh, around this this earth a little differently. Right. We, We a little bit, a little bit differently. All right. So that's it. We are not our mental our mental illnesses. We have challenges that can be overcome. And I'm out. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Alive and Unbothered podcast. For more about this episode, please head over to sherrylinnell.com forward slash podcast for notes, transcript, and bonus materials. Thanks again for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button, share with your peeps, and until next time, live your life fully alive and unbothered.